Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Art. And I'm Lane. I'm so sorry, Lane. Yeah. Hashtag Lane hate. Hashtag no yeah. Hashtag joke the joke book. book. No, not, I keep saying the joke book. It's just, it's just Facebook. It's just Facebook. Yeah. No the Facebook. Hey, little tip. Drop to the. Boom. This is my. This is an emoji of my brain exploding. That's a good movie. Very good movie. movie. Justin Timberlake. Killing it. Five fucking threat. Five. Triple, five, quadruple triple, threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really wanted to dance as he walked away there, but they didn't let him. Yeah, <laughs> they I didn't heard, let him. I heard he did a little shuffle, but they're like, hey, take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy, guys. Um, all right. So this is a Sunday edition. It is indeed. DWA podcast. I was going to uh, update you on my trip to Big Sur. Mm. I saw you cook bacon mm. in a weird way. That was not me. That was not me. I just took the photo. So yeah, (laughs) I was at, so it's a big trip, 47 years running. They've done it the same weekend. How old are these people? Uh, Parents of ours, you know. Okay. Parents of, (laughs) French parents. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, 60s, 70s is the parents, but then all the kids and grandkids and stuff come. 98 people this year. Wow. Um, And the campground, we usually do it in the Sierras is closed because of a wildfire a few years back. So they're like restoring it or what have you. So we went to Big Sur instead and uh the one group was making breakfast so everyone kind of does like a group meal Mm. whether it's a dinner or breakfast or something so this group was making breakfast and that's how they were going to cook the bacon which for the listeners on my instagram at viewology they put three packs of bacon on this on their sides in one pan yeah and these aren't like the these aren't the packs that are like splayed um, splayed out this is just straight up and they're big packs these are like 50 strip packs or a hundred, you know, like, well, it was like, packs. it was, uh, like butcher cut like, bacon, like eight inch long, like long, Thick. like, like, yeah. yeah oh, like crazy. with, yeah. So, yeah. so, so just stacked, just stacked. like, and so I'm looking at it going, you're like, how does that work? No, exactly. I'm like that. No worky. <laughs> in my mind. I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I need to take a picture of it. First of all, cause yeah. this is insane. I mean, you could cook it on its side and really, if you wanted to do a large party, you could just tangle it up and stuff but you yeah but yeah you you, like, you can move it you can do make it work <laughs> I, made a, I made a comment i was like i've never seen bacon cook like this ever and they kind of looked at me like huh really and then someone chimed in like hell yeah man like the max is seven strips per pan like you have like 50 in there so they what they ended up doing is breaking it off into three different pans okay. on three different stoves and had to like start over basically yeah, yeah. You know, like to, oh wait i thought you were gonna say that they had like a system because they're like oh really like this is how we always do no, it. i dude. think what they meant to do is just start like mixing it like you were saying just like get it all tangled up yeah. well because they split up because they the come whole apart thing about bacon is you want it flat so it cooks you can make it work that way you though. totally can yeah, if, you, yeah. if you have to it's fine Anyways. and because you get enough grease in there where it's yeah. it's cooking it's almost like deep frying it right exactly you're kind of like pouring the grease yep. over all the strips exactly i mean i've been into baking bacon lately oh, yeah. oh interesting. Doing that? do that like it? it's yeah. probably like better for you it probably gets rid of a lot of grease it does you're not cooking it in the grease maybe yeah it's left with some grease but not oh, nearly yeah. as much and then uh it's way easier cleanup like huh. you just take the tin foil you cook it in and throw it away gotcha all done you recycle it corn. and there's no splatter yeah, yeah that's the thing anyways uh so the story's not about bacon but um we took the van vanigan second trip of the year we did yosemite last time and now big surf for four nights a little rough on sleeping with a two-year-old mm. inside a van like at your foot of your bed is a two-year-old in a crib but you did this last two weeks ago no we had an airbnb Oh, we took yeah. the van. We drove there, mm. and we we toured Yosemite right. in the van with the other family. With yeah, the other family, and it was that was great. But we had a, a room for Andrew, my son, yeah. and he was chilling, and we could do our thing. So he goes to bed at the normal time, but we have to sneak in to the van, mm. and that usually goes okay. But this time, he woke up and was like, "I want to get up. I'm awake. I, w- oh, I want to get up." Oh, that's the worst. I'm like, oh my god. So finally got him back to bed. And then in the morning, like daybreak, since it's pretty light in the van, I want to get up. 
Mm. See friends. Like, There's no friends. <laughs> They're all dead. They've all been killed. All the wolves. <laughs> all the wolves <laughs> ate everyone. Yeah. There's nobody alive. This is it. If you go to sleep, they might come back to life. No. Up at like yeah. six. He wasn't having it. Him yeah. and I would be kicking it. Yeah. Dude. I know, but if dude, I was there, yeah, I would have been already up. He was the friend. He was not there. It was pretty gnarly. And so then it, it gets me thinking like, well, how am I going to use this van on these trips with a two-year-old? Because before he would just go back to bed or yeah. fall asleep until the normal time so now i'm thinking of like making a divider like a, a big curtain between our bed oh, and, yeah. and that little yeah. area i mean he's but gonna only... he's gonna get older really quick i know maybe that's the thing is once he's old enough he'll have his own little bed and he can get up into bed with us no once he's old enough he'll have his own uh man again and he's gonna park <laughs> next to you and then we'll do like et tunnel between yeah, the two exactly. i mean dude a hotel is hard with a two-year-old it is it's just mm-hmm. like i remember being in LA when Amelie was two, like a year and a half old. Yeah. And she woke up super early and wanted like milk or something, or like wanted food yeah. at four in the morning. Yeah. And I was going to like 7 Eleven to get milk and I stuff. Know. It's just like, we, we've we done it where we stay in a hotel room. It's kind of like a suite. And then you put the crib in the walk in closet. Oh, and yeah. You, and you like close the it's doors. Like just little oh, bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then you close them, but they're asleep at seven. And then you go into the room and listen like quietly to your laptop with the two of you or whatever. So you can't go anywhere, you know, mm. traveling, it's, it's hard. It's very hard. It's yeah. difficult. Anyways, so that's not the whole story, but uh, camping was fine. Big Sur is beautiful if you've never been. Of course. And um, Plaskett. Plaskett Creek, which is just before the road closure. It's, is that the one where you actually drive through a creek to get to? No. Like, you know what I'm talking about? No, no, this is just a It's the la- It's the campgrounds right across from the... the big big the, beach, Sand Dollar Beach. Yeah, and you just... It's, yeah, just a traditional style campground. Oh, okay. Pretty big. Um, so, anyways, campground's awesome. It's there's no cars down there. If you like, oh, on the road as you get further down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's closed. So there's, well, I think you know most people maybe do the loop, kind of come back, yeah. go back up. But yeah, it was really nice, hmm. open, open highway. And then um, on the way back, we battled a bunch of traffic on Memorial Day, which is really gnarly. But um, there's this two lane into one lane near Castroville where it goes from two to one and you go through Moss Landing in one lane right and it's a merge and it stopped so Mm. I'm in the van and I'm doing the thing going 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 and I'm get to the point where it's like you know you're doing the zipper and you're going to be the next guy to be in the line and go right and this fucking Chevy Bolt is to my right and it just keeps inching like it's it's equal with me I'm like what the fuck are you doing right now it's this lady I'm like no I'm not letting you go I don't care what the fuck you're you're saying mm. so she's pulling up pulling up sarah has her window down and so we're hanging out and the lady rolls her window down and says uh excuse me i is it okay if i go ahead of you i don't like being behind large cars <laughs> that was <laughs> and i turned <laughs> so over it at this point i had also just gotten sick I turned to her i go that makes no fucking sense but i'll let you go anyways and let her go hmm I don't even know what to say. <laughs> How are you on public roads? Yeah. How do you drive with other cars? I understand. You do? A van again is well, a big vehicle? It sucks to be behind a van or anything like that. We're in traffic, though. It's Just not having like, vision. Like, yeah, not in stop and go. But to like the like point a, where you're going to, A, try to, like, sneak no, ahead I mean, and then no, be... obviously not. Ask. But I'm just saying, it's like... like it's not a semi truck. I commented on that the other day, like driving the 944. Like any car is a big car you're behind. Yeah, we and were like, like sitting and on the most ground. Most cars are really big these days, like way bigger than they would have been when the 944 came out. Yeah. So you're sitting, you're behind these cars. They all tinted window stock. You can't see shit, dude. All of a sudden, people like slamming their brakes, and then they have no reason to really slam their brakes, and you're like. You can't see what's ahead of I, them. I do understand that, but this is like... And half the cars on the road these days, or 90% of the cars on the road are SUVs. Okay, but Chevy Bolt is not a Miata. No, I know, I'm just... And the fact that she wanted to ask permission to do it... Yeah, this lady's definitely like sketch. Yeah. You probably don't want her behind you, or you don't want her to be in front of you either, <laughs> I guess but. so. I was so just confused by it, and... Yeah, I yeah. guess the fact she asked it was better than her just going. Oh, yeah, of course. Because then it would have been like a kill road rage status. You <laughs> yeah. would have tried to cut her off up ahead. Well, it, it turns her into like, she's basically the victim. Like every time she drives, she's probably the victim. She's like mousy, like really scared. She's just Chevy a, Bolt. Yeah. Uh, mm. Carpool stickers. 
there you go. Interesting. And then this, yeah, I know exactly where it is. So for listors, you're basically, this is stop and go. Like for a while, for 10 miles maybe? Right well, no. not that far. Up, but well, up until, well, because Moss Landing is probably like five miles. You get moving. Once it merges, you get moving a little bit. But that merge is like a mile of mm -hmm. stop and go. And it's completely stopped basically. And then, you know, once you get to the one lane, you can cruise. And I'm in the van, so it's already like, you know. I'm yeah, you get moving past, past Moss Landing. You yeah. go pretty good. But I just, I don't get this thing, you know? How are you driving? Mm. Well, yeah. I and mean, also, that's... nowadays, if you're in an SUV, like a crossover, which we have, that's not tall enough either. Because no, most of the SUVs now are big, yep. even bigger than that, so then you need something even bigger. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you truck. just got to, when you're driving that your RX-330, you just ask the guy in front of you kindly if you can <laughs> Sir. go in front of him. That's like the people that just sit next to you going the same speed as you with their blinker on, they're waiting to get over. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're the one that needs to make the change. You need to like, you need to decide to do, I want to s s slow down or speed up. Cause this is your, you're making the move. I'm yeah. not doing shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to I get know. involved in this. This is exactly what it was. And at first I just thought she was a fucking like a whole yeah. does, you know, clueless driver. And I'm going to, I was not having it. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sir. super frustrating though. Just in general, like the zipper thing, like people just don't get it. Like it's so easy, just one and one, man. Like just, just one know. by one. And right? then I told, I mean, I was glad I got to drop the. Uh, that makes no fucking sense, but I'll let you do it. And she <laughs> had a pause, like, uh, oh, okay, thanks. No, you mouse eater. She got even mousier and then uh, crashed up ahead. And Andrew's right. like, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. He gave me the fucking devil horns. Yeah, and he said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Nice. Dude, I can see that. Yeah, like that's so annoying. Just that whole scene, and you're like so over it. It was hot. Yeah. And I was, yeah. Because I mean, that car too, like the clutch, and like you're just exactly. back and forth, and like yeah. just make my life easier and just merge like a regular human. So, was that, that was last weekend, right? Yeah. And you weren't on last week's podcast because you partied too hard. I wish it was for partying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. wish it was partying too Party hard. through a beer can at the TV. Yeah, you got all pissed. Tattered. I just got like a really bad chest and head cold that was borderline flu and uh yeah i missed work after vacation that that's always, that's always the, fun yeah, yeah that sucks <laughs> so what day, did you get home on monday monday yeah monday afternoon i just unpacked like yesterday oh that's how oh. sick and yeah. stupid things were so anyways mm. i'm back mm. i'm back nice yeah it was just art and nice you guys people, did really well probably hated it, you know yeah no no you guys they were great. throwing tomatoes at their radio <laughs> yeah like yeah and the sunday edition i hear is lovely uh, yeah. yeah i haven't heard it yet yeah, we had Joe and his uh, wife Sabrina on. They were good. Cool. Yeah, all sorts of funky cars. Saying that's like our first female guest, except for my wife, in the Laguna Seca Chronicles. Oh wow! That was the only other time. And past that, we've only had like a female <laughs> in attendance of a podcast, which was uh, Danny George's wife. She sat in yeah. at the, oh, the old Brad's house. Oh, Brad's wife has been in the room as well in the past. Well, we've had the, oh, the, we've yeah. had the rat post Radwood show. That's where true. There's people in the room, but not. That's true. That's true. Not like so much. Oh yeah, Brad's wife actually sat at the table. Did yep. she? Yeah. We need that more to tell us how stupid we are. Yeah, I don't think we need that. We kind of know. Okay, that's fair enough. It's, it's very yeah. obvious, Warren. But so, it's definitely rad to have like a. a um, woman on the show that's like into cars. So oh, yeah. I, I look forward to it. Yeah. So anyways, this big sir thing with the van just made me think like it just gets you to a place where I'm like, God damn it. I don't know how this is going to work. And then you're like, well, then why do we have this thing? Yeah. Not that I'm thinking of selling it or anything rash, but you know, it's funny though. Cause like three weeks ago you were like, not ever so, like this is just like perfect this gave me eight months more of like loving this thing <laughs> exactly you know, like because i was not sleeping in it and because it all worked perfect and andrew's gotten so much more mobile and with it like he, when he's up he can like say it I want to get up. I want to get up. I yeah. want to go see friends. And it's like, oh, fuck. And he wants to mess with a gear shift and he wants yeah, to like yeah, exactly. step on things and press yeah. buttons and horny. And just... Or horn. <laughs> horny. 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 <laughs> he gets... he's horny. That. that means you're horny, right? When you yeah. want to press the horn. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Um, so I don't think anything's, nothing's broken with it. I think there are some modifications possible. Yeah. One of which is a tent that goes on the outside, like to the slider big tent room that hmm. mounts to the van essentially they have these that's cool um, that's kind of cool and they have those for suvs too for the back like where you yeah. open the hatch and then you yeah can, i've like, seen that extend so out. then the idea would be to maybe put his crib in the tent and then we would have a separate area for us anyways there's options but mm. nothing is perfect 
And then it's like this whole setup and stuff, totally. which is why you have the van that you don't have to do a tent. You don't have Not to do all this Not just the bullshit. setup. It's like you have to have the right parking spot for that. Yeah. And the right camp. Yeah, so you have to have flat ground, good yeah, ground, exactly. And all this stuff, yeah. And then it's not a hundred percent airtight or yeah. bug proof. There's always mm-hmm. going to be some angle there. Yeah. So that's another reason the van's so nice. It's yeah. a solid, you know, yeah. it could protect you from those uh, killer squirrels. For but sure. Yeah, just camping with kids sucks, dude. That's what it boils down to. At I least mean, at that's, this point, at this point, that's I mean, the truth. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, you're gonna just as you described. That's what's gonna happen. You're either gonna be like dealing with shit like really late at night because they're gonna crawl all over you, or they're gonna wake up super dude, early. One yeah, of the kids. having to go to the bathroom and <laughs> yeah, stuff. One I mean, of the kids in this tent or the cabin. What am I trying to say? Campground had a night terror. Oh, okay. oh Do yeah. You know about these? My brother used to have. <gasps> Shane, Shit. when we were camping too, I remember. That's the thing. Like I remember that specifically when we were camping, him basically free. You can't wake it's him up bloody, or do anything. Screaming bloody murder for like half an hour. Like they're being like like it is a murder happening. Wait, you can't or wake him up. No, no it's they're like, like they're kind of like in a trance. Like a they're almost they're kind of up sleepwalking. Yeah, like sleepwalking state. But they're not going anywhere. They're just screaming and yeah. like they're. It's pretty crazy. You, yeah, you can't shake it out of them. You, but you know what? We were in the van, couldn't hear it. Oh, just want to say that right just, now. Wait, so how, you just know what happened? <laughs> what we heard about the next day? Oh, I, I heard about the it was big news in the camp. Oh, like in the, the Gazette, night, the Gazette, yeah. the, the Dispatch, <laughs> the Dispatch. Yeah, it's <laughs> a beautiful thing. Yeah, um, not a lot of interest in cars camping. I was gonna take some pictures of the van, but it was like pea soup fog on our mm. drive, so didn't take any pictures. Sure. I know. Could be actually cool photos sometimes. Yeah. Um, Remember the spot we had on Coastal Range 1 where we stopped on Big Sur Coast and we parked for a little while? The photo session? Yeah, Pacific yeah. Valley. Yeah. Uh, spot is awesome. That's right like now. right there, right? It is. It's just north yeah. of Plaskett. And there's like uh, that whole area where we're up on that bluff taking pictures from. That whole hillside is like bright purple flowers. Oh, wow. The oh, entire nice. thing. Super cool. Huh. Anyhow, That's great. If you happen to be in Big Sur, check it out. Yeah uh did you oh art art i didn't do anything car related this weekend i guess it's or this week this week um i didn't really either i've I've been having a lot of like trouble shuffling cars a lot of cars right now it feels like oh 1995 acura integra four-door manual it's my sister's cars for sale if anyone is interested it's all like (laughs) all right needs suspension Mm. Cool. Yeah. LS, RS, do we know the spec? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a four-door. The four-door. Manual. manual. And it's probably never been revved over five grand. Leather interior? Cloth. Cloth. Pewter on pewter. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So anyways. That's cool. Holler at your boy. Nice. We got a couple good Radwood cars signed up. Yeah. Got the F40. F40 committed. Yeah. Because that's been kind of in the works for a while. Yep. Yeah. That, and, and that car gets driven. Like, uh, I posted a picture of it, like, actually on the salt. Like, yeah. Like and it. I think it's the same car that holds a record for the Virginia City Hill Climb. Right. Which yeah. is, that's definitely driving a car. <laughs> totally. And so he, when we talked, he's like, uh, yeah, so sh- what route do you recommend I take? I'm like, oh, just go up 280 and whatever. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you there in the morning. Like he's, he's drive, he drives the, the car F40. regularly. It's like, because people were even commenting too, like on the yeah, post. Like, oh, like. Dropped off in a trailer. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think Ali replied, he's like, no, this is, this car will definitely be driven. Just super cool, you know? Yeah. That's great. I look forward to seeing it there. And then Art drove something pretty interesting last week. I did Italian as well, which and it will also be at Radwood. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was uh, Lancia Delta Integrale Evo One, and we had mentioned the car what last Sunday. Sure. Yeah, uh, with uh, so our friend Gen uh, Oysterai on in, on the Instas. Uh, he's got a really cool collection of cars, and uh, yeah. So our buddy Sean Grimes, who has the 911, the white 911 that we've talked about before, just happened to have access to the car, and he's like, "Are you available?" Like come by and we went and drove it and yeah it's it's pretty incredible um i mean where do we start so the first thing uh where do we start where do so we start i want to start at the, yeah so on paper it's three thousand pounds 200 horsepower mm-hmm. right all-wheel drive yeah so it's like subaru wrx but like a little weaker maybe so this is yeah it's it's an evo one so it's got a little more power i don't know so it might be very similar like 225 which is what a wrx has 
think they're like two oh eight or something. The oh really? Lance, the Evo? Yeah, right. Isn't it less? I don't know. So whatever. The, the Delta Integrale Evo one is a, a power bump. I don't remember huh. exactly how much it is, but but I anyways, yeah. That. The the Subaru is two twenty five. So I expected it to feel like a WRX, which is kind of very understeery, you know, like that, that I, I owned one, I had a bug eye, so I know exactly what that drives like, right? So people who have driven them, that's what I was thinking in my head. And uh, it's definitely not that. It, it feels very much like an E30 M3 that's all wheel drive and Whoa. has more torque. Uh, so okay. It's very Cause it's like, turbo because it's turbo uh, and it's very light on its feet uh, and it, everything's pretty immediate. Like it's super tight, linear. It doesn't steering. feel heavy. It doesn't feel heavy. Uh, the steering is super nice. It's really, really you get all, like a ton of feedback and it's very immediate too. like, like unlike my M Coupe, which uh -huh. you described, right? It's very, a very linear steering driving rack. position. Driving position is very funny, dude. It's, it's like truck weird, like. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. You're super upright. Oh, is the wheel like a BMW? Italian or, uh, ape. Uh, a little like tiny a Ferrari. Bit. Not super tilted, but a little bit like a dish plate. Yeah. So it's like just like for our listeners it's almost like a it's not at a 90 degree angle up and down right it's like a little tilted at the top so whatever that is call it 75 yeah. <laughs> uh but it's uh it's a little tilted but you also sit really upright and very high so you overlook the hood uh, uh and it's it's yeah totally like on top of the car as we talked so you about, sit right? higher than you would in like the m coupe yes much higher yeah uh -huh. so yeah you sit very, very upright and uh it's just like I mean everything is is really tight feeling. It's it's not um, you know you think okay 80s Italian technology early 90s Italian technology um, maybe it's gonna be rattly and kind of shitty <laughs> kind of tinny yeah but everything feels very substantially built and everything's very tight on the car uh, and it's also interesting feeling the all wheel drive system I didn't look this up but uh, it's it's very well balanced it's definitely not front biased uh, and when when you turn in, uh, the car rotates very well, like a real drive car. And also what's interesting is, uh, the, it has that almost like, um, like front wheel drive lift off oversteer initially, right? Like it has that, but then you get back on the throttle and like you can control it with the throttle, like a rear wheel drive car, if that makes sense. How, how quick were you able to drive it? Uh, did you I, feel like kind of the, well, handcuffed a bit? No. So <laughs> there was a little bit of handcuffing because we drove on, on in the middle of the day on a touristy road, oh, but, right, right. uh, this is kind of a mixed blessing. Uh, it has like eight year old tires on there and they were not very good. And so the limits were super low. Okay. Uh, but so, but you can dance on the limit very easily. So I think, you know, the car, we drove it maybe like six, maybe seven tenths in one spot. Um, and, but you were all already like washing out the front, washing out the, you know, the rear starting to slide. And so it was really easy to, to get to that point. Yeah. And, uh, so it was cool to kind of get that sense you know of like what the driving dynamics would be just amplified um yeah. but i mean yeah i guess you know better rubber would have made it you know like turn it even better and like all that right. the brakes are super killer like the brakes are my favorite type of brakes kind of like an old 911 where you have immediate like feedback at the very top of the travel but it's also it has like short travel overall and it's very firm so you're you do you kind of modulate it yourself right and yeah like it's you, not overly sensitive it's you, not like a yeah, it's it's not overly sensitive, but you do have good bite at the very top. I don't like to have to like stomp on a th on a pedal too much. Like it's just kind of a, it's very well balanced. So you have good good bite at the top, but then like you modulate throughout like with your pressure. Like it's mm -hmm. all you kind of feels. Yeah, they're not overly boosted yeah. like a lot of cars you drive where you barely tap them and they exactly. come to a screeching halt. Not overly boosted. It's yeah. very like analog feeling, right? And the, that's kind of the summary of the car is it, it's very analog. The, yeah. the worst part about it was the shifter. The shifter is very, very light. It feels like my dad's like 1988 Toyota pickup. Like Nothing's it, really it's, there. <laughs> it's very, it, it's, you know, you know exactly where things are, but there's, it's so light. It's like very, very, it feels like a truck. It's, How's that motor? is it transverse it's transverse yeah oh yeah so the tranny is just right there yeah and uh the, the motor sounds good it has a cool little little sound to it uh get a lot of whooshing and all that uh sounded very i mean you sent me that video it sounded yeah. very four-cylinder i don't know how to explain it, it sounds just, very four cylinder. it's just a four-cylinder with a turbo basically yeah. it sounds very four-cylinderish dual overhead cam uh but the power delivery is super laggy. You have nothing up until about 35, 38. Oh. It's about 38. And then from 38 to 6 is where you have meat. And then right before 6, I'd say 59, it starts to drop off. So you have just this lump. It's like nothing, 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 lump. And then you have, and then you just shift. You know, so you kind of rip through the gears pretty good, pretty quick. Uh, it's geared short, which is nice. Five speed? Five speed. 
the shift knob is super weird. So people look look up Lancia Delta Integrale Evo 1 shift knob. It's round on one side as a normal shift knob would be, but then it's flat where your thumb goes on the left side. Weird. So it has like a resting place for your huh. thumb. Kind of cool. So they're trying to be ergonomic, but the shape is really weird. It's like got like this peak on it. Um, beautiful car. I mean, it's so fucking cool to look it at. Looks, it looks, I mean, it's one of those style, stylistically, it's perfect. You know, Radwood era, uh, yeah. just box flares, very analog yeah. looking car. So impressive. To like Jajaro esque. Yep. And then that big uh, spoiler popped up and, and, it's adjustable. and he has red with the martini livery stripes. He has it in like the air brake mode. He does, but. Yeah, super rear, air, rear down forward. If you're not going over like 100 miles an hour, then I guess that's probably fine. Uh, yeah, I, looked, I doubt that the speeds we were going were. Yeah, that was yeah. doing anything. It looked just looked awesome. You had a really good photo of it with the Golden Gate. Yeah, the, in the, the back. We, so we drove it up there, uh, and I got to drive it through the city for a bit before crossing the bridge. And so that was kind of interesting because the so you're sitting very vertically, right? Like really upright, rather, and uh, and the clutch engagement is at the very very top. Oh, that's so not it's good. like you're like stomping on it. Like just imagine, like you know, you're lifting needs, your leg needs up. Needs a clutch. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it, I don't know if it's a, it needs to. Be adjusted or if it needs a clutch but check this out it has thirty nine thousand original kilometers whoa yeah so holy crap kilometers so what is that twenty thousand miles yeah, yeah. Like twenty three thousand dude it's super nice well you remember Damn. your Acura NSX the clutch is way up high also very high so that's like uh, a known thing it's not a bad clutch it's yeah. just the way yeah. they are what uh, what's the story backstory with the car where'd it come from from Japan okay yeah it's a Japanese car Shocker. so minty minty car the interior so the Evos have the uh, Alcantara interior but they've got like that almost quilted kind of weird has a diamond stitch like uh, the Audis right so the rears were stock but the guy put uh, Recaro SRDs in the front uh, with uh, confetti inserts which are super uh, rad uh, that's cool um, I love those seats uh, and that kind of what what it kind of goes with the martini stripes i guess yeah, a kinda, little bit but yeah no, it doesn't call, really actually. but yeah to be honest though it doesn't really match yeah, yeah, yeah. like if it gets I, the stock seats are so fucking cool but these are really nice uh but so driving it in the city like of course you know it's it's a little weird because you got the weird clutch you have to get used to and then the power right the power delivery you got to get it's it's way up top but overall though like it's it's just like driving in an e30 or something the interior feels very similar yeah um like the the design and the build quality uh this the the cluster is fucking awesome yeah it's one of my favorite clusters very period. very analog <laughs> yeah it's all dials yeah. it's all little yeah. circular dials everywhere uh and on top of that you have all the stuff on the, in the cluster itself and then in, in the center stack like where the hvac is there are two di other dials and that's like i think it's like uh, oil pressure and oil temperature so just all the good gauges that you want and it's very it is a little sort of spartan in there but basic it's it is what it is right it's any uh, attention on your drive from other motorists definitely people yeah. yeah yeah we had we came around this one bend and this guy like scrambled for his camera he had a big dslr and like sean was driving passenger with me and he like commented like yeah that was way too slow on the <laughs> on the on the on the draw like because it was like like kind of you know where he did one of these where he's like trying to get it up and then like oh that's sean talking to where he keeps the camera in his hand at all times yeah. exactly so tight, he, tight leash yeah, it was funny because he definitely took pictures, but he, like he he must have got a picture of like the rear window, you yeah. know, because like, <laughs> like he was so close. But uh, so when are you joining the club, dude? It's very enticing, and I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. How about uh, how about like I want you to have an hour long conversation with Derek. I literally texted him on my way down to try to get the story from him so yeah. I can discuss it, and and he didn't get back to me in yeah. time. But I'll tell you another thing about um, about that. So, but before I get there, the price. So, you know, we talk about the E30 M3s, right? Is it a sixty thousand dollar driving experience? Not really. Yeah, no. You know, it gets definitely it's, not. Definitely not right, especially with the stock steering rack, which I hate. It, it just it, does it, not okay. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but. This car, stock motor like, <laughs> definitely, this car definitely is, you know, a $55,000 experience, which they go for just, it feels more special. It feels way more special. Mm -hmm. Like it just in every way. And, and it, it is, I mean, it's an Italian super rare forbidden fruit thing that we never see or had. Yeah. The performance, new. like sure, whatever, like it's the zero 60 numbers may not be there. You know, but, maybe uh, the top speed isn't there, but like, but four wheel drive or all wheel drive. I mean, yeah. that's pretty cool. And it, and it handles and it drives really well. Like it's, it's, it's. Um, it's just super analog. It's everything that we love. You know, I'm like, picturing this on the Coastal Range Rally, and it seems like perfect. Yeah, yeah it would be perfect. Out yeah, there. as long as it feels like sixty grand. It's just like when you get into, I think it's when you get into like the Halo cars or like, and when the car is this old, it's good. But like when this car was, let's say in like ninety, I don't know, over in Japan, in like ninety eight when there was the Subaru 
you know, the WRX was already out, right? Yep. This, that had already like surpassed this thing in every way. Like as far as a numbers game, right. you're kind of like, oh, those things are old right, hat, old you know? And, yeah. But now, I mean, if the driving lives up to it, mm. then it seems, because it's not all about numbers when a car's old. I mean, They're obviously, cool. They're just cool. we don't care about like all that no. kind of stuff, but I'm like more looking at, I guess I was looking at it like, you said it lived up to the hype too. And a lot of people, I mean, you post that picture, everyone was so stoked on this car. I guess, I guess this car is just not in my wheelhouse. Like it's, it was never on my radar. Um, I don't know if it's a Gran Turismo thing or something. Like I didn't play a lot of that stuff. But it has like real route, rally her- heritage and stuff like that too, right? But it's, yeah, that, but I it was a, uh, okay. yeah, but um, it just was never like that mu- that much on my radar. But when you look at the numbers and stuff, it, I don't, I don't, I was trying to figure out like where, like what the hype is what the hype is i think it's really. visual first and the rally pedigree okay it's like both of those yeah. things together. and visual like just like you know 95 percent of the people that commented have never driven one or even seen one but just yeah. like the fact so it's just the visually, rarity it's kind of like the, it's like an r30 it's like a skyline kind of thing yes but it's also a four-door sedan a four-door hatchback with big bubbly flares like that whole visual thing totally is, it's so cool to look yeah, at yeah. it's really cool proportion wise it's it's Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, it's really, really nice. The front end is so rad too. Like with really the, cool. the, the headlights and yeah. the grill's really cool. Like I don't know like... anything about the motor. I don't know. No, uh, they're cool looking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like dissing it. It's just like one of those cars. Like yeah, I can see what you're it's saying. Hard it's hard like, for me. Like why not, is it not that... being like not really thinking about it as anything? Like yeah. not really ever like wanting those cars or anything like that. I just look at it. I'm like, all right. So it's like an M. It's like an M3 with a turbo, but yeah. it's not like. It doesn't seem like anything that crazy to me. I hear what you're yep. saying. Why is it so loved? But it's not outrageous, though, right? Like, a, it's 50000 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Car, it's yeah. not so, that much. So. Right. So it's like, th- I think it's definitely worth that, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. definitely... I'm more looking at, grand? like... No. I'm, I'm more looking yeah. less than that. I'm more looking at, like, the, the hype it ensues or, like, the people... Everyone wanting to know what Forbidden it's fruit. like. Forbidden but it doesn't fruit. seem like that. Like, it seems like you kind of, like, reading those numbers, it's like not like literally this is not a car like i've ever like thought about or like I've, I've known about them forever but i don't i've never even looked into like power numbers and stuff like that I, with all the hype like the the people are like oh what's it like i would think it has like 350 horse you know crazy turbo lag right. like this like kind of like widowmaker kind of style stuff um I would just think it would be like a more insane machine than it is. Like an O thirty seven or something. Exactly. Like yeah. yeah. Well, I think it. Or even probably... like a like a uh, Ur Sport Quattro or something yeah. like that. Like more. Oh, dang. Like just more like or I, Skyline. Oh, that's, that's a half or a, million or dollar even a, car, though, right? Skyline but numbers. But it wasn't a. I mean, it's a half a million car, dollar car now. But but I'm but in when it was the same age as this, it was whatever um, sixty or seventy thousand dollars or something like that. So. I'm just more looking at like, not not like it has nothing to do with the price or anything. I'm just straight looking at like the hype, mm. and it's like, it's underwhelming. I, you, you think like? Well, I think you could kind of predict what that car would drive like. Yeah, I think so. But right? my thing is, I've never driven. I haven't driven many Italian cars of the era, and yeah. so it would be a pretty unique experience. Yeah, gauge wise, the driving position, the sounds is a pretty unique i feel like i'm talking shit about i, I feel like like i'm no I, but I'm you're not talking I, shit I, about I it at all i just it. like trying to justify why it's not that i'm more like i just don't understand the disconnect between like oh my god what's that thing like it's like dude it's 200 horsepower with 3,000 pounds like right it like not that much can be yeah i mean i understand like i think it's the all-wheel drive rally aspect yeah that people think but, you know like when you get into like more horsepower and it and it has a big turbo and it's 80 signal you can get there's a lot of questions there mm. i feel like it, there's more there's more questions mm. like with this mm. it's like there's just kind of like less questions it's not or, extreme or even yeah. if it was if it was 2200 pounds and it had 280 horsepower it's like then you'd be like oh shit I that'd wonder be the what race feels version like. yeah it, like yeah. that must feel insane like i wonder how that but with this, it's very like standard kind of like, I guess I'm bench racing it, but like from the, from that stuff, it just, it seems so standard to me. Like, so this right. is an Evo car Yeah. It's and there's Evo an Evo one. one and there's Evo two. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything past that other than just straight? So WRC? Is, are they all HFs or what's the HF? 
I don't know what the HF is. Oh, because yeah. this is an HF. Yeah, it's right? an HF, and there's yeah. a little badge that goes on the. On yeah. the I don't know what the HF yeah. does, <laughs> but so <laughs> and what, then Randy from Bring a Trailer, his is a, a Evo, Evo two. two. Oh, it yeah. is a two. Yeah, it's a I two. I think so. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. And they were very. Uh, they made a point to point that out. That, that it, too? is an Evo two. Yeah. So and that makes it way more. Well, it's special. rarer. Yeah. Oh, but aren't they? But they're less horsepower, like you said, right? No. So the Evo. Oh, Evo two is more. Yeah, more. Just oh. Evo's Evo is a different thing. But gotcha. the the one thing that I'll say about what you're describing though is, it's it's really about like the packaging and where you are, like because it's you know yeah it's like the sensations of like having a 200 horsepower car in this, but like having these super thin doors and like the thin A pillars and like all that stuff combined, like it just makes for such a rad experience. Like it's not like that the it's it's very extreme in any way. It's just like like just the whole thing. Like I don't know, just like I guess uh, it would be driving a. Uh, to, uh, a a souped-up 914 or something. I'm trying to like picture something that like just like it's it's very visceral. Like it's definitely even though it's heavy, but it's not heavy because it's like dampened with a lot of stuff. It's heavy because it has this old-school four-wheel drive system, right? So like and the and the weight is super low. So like everything else feels like you know the dash is super flat up against the windshield and the pillars are really thin and the doors are really thin. Like but that's kind of just old car stuff, right? Right. Like so, so any car from that era would be like that, right? Um, but like you have this laggy turbo and it's mm-hmm. not like it's it's crazy fast but just like the sensations of it and everything are like I'm really wondering like an e28 m5 driving experience compared to this like mm. if you post a picture of an e i mean i realize like an e28 m5 is a car we got but post a picture of an e28 m5 and this and everyone's like oh my god that e that evo one i know like De- delta integrale it's like so like but it like if you drove those back to back i wonder which one would nail that driving experience more? What was it that you wanted to talk to Derek about? Oh, so, well, because Derek had one. And oh, he we was had, very well, I mentioned yeah. it on like the last, one of the last podcasts that at the Berkeley Cars and Coffee, uh, again, brought this car out. And Derek, I overheard the conversation of basically Derek asking Gen, oh, how long have you had it? Oh, how many problems have you had so far? Gen's like, none. He goes, Oh, that's really good. I'm really glad you haven't had any problems yet. Meanwhile, he's had it for two months. He goes, I'm so glad you haven't had any problems yet. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problems yet. Okay. And I walked up and I said something like, oh, I said, Derek, this is like the opposite of a motivational speech. Yeah. And he said, I'm just, it just left me really with a bad, like mine left me just destroyed, like <laughs> destroyed basically. Like I was lucky to get out of it. Like, less than what i put into it and uh, it was just the most miserable owning uh, experience i've ever had that's basically. Too bad. That's so too i did bad. uh and i'll i wanted to come back around to that uh so brent coleman the guy that had the yeah. autozam yeah he has he was, one yeah he, and so he has one and he drives it regularly well i mean he just and, got his too so, and, yeah. and so i asked him like you know what what is like basically like what has been his experience and he's like well it's fine and and i also asked him about parts like because you know <laughs> he did say that his car was not really up to snuff so he did have to update a bunch of stuff and and basically you know tune it up and everything and he said that um parts are super easy to get a hold of like uh that he just he, there's a guy in the uk that literally stocks anything you could ever want down to a performance chip uh and you know like it's it's not very difficult to work on he said everything is pretty like pretty like uh, intuitive and there's everything is just there it's a very simple car by modern standards so he has like at least when you have to work on it and when it does break mm-hmm. it's pretty straight i mean brent has only owned his car for about five months or something so mm-hmm. or something solid. like that <laughs> uh, so you gotta you gotta look at this stuff like yeah, it's. I, I have no idea how I mean, reliable I don't know how long are. it's been, um, but Brent kind of goes. Through, he's basically a you, you know he's a buyer seller. You know he buys and sells cars. So the other thing uh, that I'll say, and you know to your point, uh, when I was looking at my for an NSX at the same time, there was one of these that came up for sale in Canada, and I might have mentioned it to you guys. And I told our buddy Dino at Speed Hunters, and he was like, "Don't buy it." Yeah, I remember re- that. for that reason. I do remember that. And that was kind of what deterred me from it because I was super into it, and it was a pretty good deal. It was like thirty-eight G's, and I'm, I'm uh, deterred. And and he was like <laughs> not into it, right? But yeah. uh, but I guess the last thing I'll say about this is that it is just a very pure driving experience and it is it is exactly what you want out of a driving experience and I think that it, like you were making an analogy between that car and like a 2003 Super WRX STI yeah, yeah. or something in Japan like I think that would be like saying like 
like basically like a bug eye now and like a new STI or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, sure, sure, like they're better and performing better. But if you want that kind of driving oh, yeah. experience, like it's, and even that is not that great, but like, it's just, I don't know. It, it definitely is something that's pretty unique and cool. Um, and it's not like a WRX. Uh, it's not what, and I'm trying to think it's not like a, I mean, I really, I think it's the box flares. I think it's the looks. So it's the box flares. Yeah. It's basically the box flares and the cool look that make it a winner. Right. That definitely helps. I mean, but what it's if like, it but I'm talking about like that, it drives w- great. It drives great. Like yeah. it's, it's re- it drives really great. And it's, it has really good quick but you steering. said the shifter was super sloppy oh it's not sloppy it's just very light it's like mm-hmm. super super light so um what's his name so i guess i like i like a shifter that has a little bit of resistance and is a, a little bit tighter and more yeah. mechanical feeling where um i remember our buddy kevin uh, who's who had an alfa romeo milano verde yeah. and he talks about how like delicate how delicate the shifter was and he and liked like, that and he really liked that and i think yeah. that's this with i guess it's an italian car thing you know and i don't really like it like it just feels yeah you can yeah. like you can't really manhandle them you no. use like use three fingers totally and, and yeah. the same thing with like a you know 192.316 valve uh-huh. the same thing with the 915 you know it's like uh-huh. it's not my style but it's definitely a, it's nice it's fine it's just i don't like it for myself but outside of that the brakes are really nice they're very powerful and they're yeah. very very good they feel no, great I mean, it sounds like yep. it sounds cool i mean and it looks really cool and, the, and, it, and if it drives well you know rad. what I, I would and, love to the, the unreliable the, the reliability factor like takes me so far out it's not even funny it makes it where it's like is it worth 55 like well, you know if, if you have uh you know also in your because that's all you other... ever hear i remember watching the wheeler dealers where they did one it was the same thing it's like yeah yeah uh, it, it's it's the sixth car in your collection yeah. you're you're doing fine dude and it's so good like when you see that thing when that thing rolled up to cars and coffee it's like it's a hell it's yeah a star you know yeah short overhangs yeah. uh box flares yeah they're super cool spoiler it was just one of those things where like it got so that also got me thinking like i made a little video like a off-the-cuff thing uh where i was because i was driving around saying because i said oh it, it this thing like ticks all the boxes like basically meets you said it lives up to all your expectations mm-hmm. um i don't know if that meant you were like blown away by it or anything like that but i kind of like oh. was going mm. off i was talking about hmm. i i don't know if i've ever been blown away by the driving experience of any car lane hate hashtag lane hate that's not hating hashtag, at all hashtag uh, reality hashtag reality i but, think what you're saying is like you get to a point where like especially because you're you're par- you're making parallels between metrics and the driving experience and you te- you understand what something is going to be i think that's and what cause, i'm saying cause you like, said the same thing on my am coupe it's yeah. like yeah it's exactly right it's good but yeah. it's not like i'm like yeah like when have you right? been in a car where you were like holy shit this thing like you know, you kind of weren't expecting yeah. something and you yeah. got something so much greater than what you expected. You know what I get that from is shitty cars. How shitty I've, a car is, yeah, yeah. it's like overwhelmingly amazing. Like how could this even be on yeah, the road? Yeah, yeah. And, and then you tell like 20 people. That's like people, our, our New York, our, our exactly, town and country. Exactly. And not even shitty, but an archaic experience like a early Volkswagen bug, let's say, mm, and yeah. just the way you have to manhandle it. You're like, and man, it, everyone drove these things. I know. Like and this then, many millions of people like, drove these when things. When my hands on the steering wheel, I can put my middle finger out and touch the windshield. Like yeah. that's where things are at. And yeah, the yeah. shifter's clunky and you have to just treat the engine like a bastard. And, yeah. and that's almost more entertaining and interesting than a car that is like, really really good mm-hmm. mm. if that makes sense yeah no it totally yeah. makes sense the, the one the one car that i would love to compare this to is a is a newer quattro like because uh-huh. I, I i'm curious to see what that's like right? hell yeah this is now yeah. a five cylinder inline yeah you know and uh, german turbo german um i've never driven one i've sat in one like and got rallied up on the hills here um mm-hmm. and it was great at the time but i have no idea what it's like to be yeah. behind the wheel yeah there are quattros yep. good, a little bit older right like early 80s six years seven yeah, yeah they were like 80 I think three, three might be the first year. Yeah. 83 through 85 or something like that. Sounds about so right. Quite yeah, a bit it's... older, but yeah, it would love be interesting. Yeah, um, what else? I my guess my choice uh, I, in the video, I, I mentioned that my first drive in, in, in a Scion FRS was actually one of my most memorable. That's mm. so weird. And that's like weird. And I like, it's one of those things like, it's not the greatest car I've ever driven by any means or anything. It was like, I didn't expect it to be as fun as it was. 
Uh, so that's key, low expectations. And all you hear about is like the power dip and all that. And I'm like, whatever, dude, it drives f- like that car, like this Lancia has fucking no power before 35. And then, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. dude, we've kind of been accustomed to this like perfect flat torque curves and all this shit. Like it felt fine, dude. It was fun, you know? Like, mm. it's Can I like- tell you, I just talked to somebody who's knowledgeable. He's a NASA instructor. Yeah. Races high performance M3. He said that he is super, super into a certain new car that we kind of shit on for having an automatic transmission only. It's the Alpha? 4C. Whatever, dude. Hmm. He he drove one at uh, Sears Point. Yeah. Couldn't stop raving about it. That's the thing at Sears Point. You need perfect pavement. Yeah, because I've heard they... I heard they aren't that good on a lot of tracks, though, because they're actually scary. They're like... They're kind of like the like limits are kind of weird. Yeah. So the only but the funny thing is about this though is that the only people that I know that absolutely love them are all either race car drivers, yeah, or people who are like you know uh, on the track regularly. But I mean, and that's a track transmission. I'm sure the transmission's great when you're full. Yeah, like that's the way all those trannies are snappy. They're great when you're going all out, but when you're when you're like just kind of like going seven tenths, they suck. And when you're cruising around town, they suck. Like you say, he could not talk better about it mm. and it made me kind of rethink it a little bit I, was like, yeah. oh, shit. I would love to drive one i would too that's yeah. where when we saw one on turo i was thinking yeah. like hell yeah we need oh, to rent, yeah we need to rent yeah one. absolutely like the the one thing like in at least that i keep hearing is that yeah it's just a very brutal experience like there's it's just not insulated it's a carbon yeah. fiber tub but i think it's like, like twice as nice as an elise experience in my i have yeah, i don't know in my opinion but we'll have to find out. Yeah, probably. The one that I'm like heartbroken about is the, the Alpine, even though we're not going to get it. Oh. But like, like that needed a manual. Like in, and I've yeah. said it like it's, I like it so much like conceptually and I want one so bad that I was willing to let it go, but it's a bummer. I would really, yeah, I wouldn't buy one. The Alpine. The Al- yeah, yeah. They want the new way ones. Yeah, yeah. You don't like it that much either. Yeah. I, yeah I, have I, you seen the real pictures of them? I think they're rad. Really? Um, yeah. Our, I buddy, it, like, our buddy Eric Horton knows a guy, knows a guy um, that does some like car restoration type stuff, Lotus Elise stuff. He's going to be getting a long tail hmm. art. Oh, dang. A110. Uh, oh, the Lamar one. The Lamar to restore. Holy crap, really? And we can go check it out. That's crazy. It is your car. Damn. A long tail, car. A long tail Al- Alpine. Yeah. This is dream or Dean Alpine. I need to drive it. It'll it'll improve. Oh, the, I'm sure they'll let you drive. Yeah, it. it'll it'll something will happen. You know, <laughs> the Lamar restoration. <laughs> no big deal, right? Um, is it that Dave. time? Yeah, a little shorty for the listeners. We're we're doing a little shorty. But if you subscribe to Patreon, there's a bonus episode. Oh yeah, we should have like prefaced the show with. We should have started the show with that. Probably. Well, yeah, but go to Patreon, sign up. And uh, you can hear more of us talking uh-huh. or more talking. About yeah, we us. did a bonus Ooh. episode. I think it was like 35 minutes long. Cool. And we're looking to do probably at least one of those a month. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay. Two trivia questions. Oh, we missed you last week. Trivia. Trivia. I can't wait to hear what your trivia question was. Um, <laughs> there is a set of Speedline wheels for a 550 Barchetta. Ferrari on bring a trailer that recently just sold. Can you tell me how much these wheels cost? 550 speed lines. Yep. But it's for a Barquetta, which uh-huh. was those the three speed thing. Yeah. It was a three, three piece, five spoke. Yeah. Look, not, not the prettiest wheel. Yeah. Nope. In fact, I'd say it's less attractive than the stock wheels, but it's one of, maybe they made it like, a hundred of those cars or yeah, something. The Two hundred maybe. Probably yeah. less. It's a rad car though. It's yeah. a basically no top with a manual transmission V twelve Grand Tour. Yeah, but dude, cool. the coupe looks so much better. I agree with that. Yeah. I dude, I would I would love to have one of those cars. They're they great. Seem, like, I've driven, so I've driven one. They're pretty nice. Pretty nice. Pretty, they're, pretty and they're finally nice. like now people know and they're super expensive yeah, now. Yeah, you know what Tom said? I asked him like, oh man, the five fifty looks better and better. And he's like, I know, but they're almost too good. They were just too smooth, too almost kind of too boring to drive. Damn. I could feel that. He, he wants an that. old Ferrari. So I wonder I've never driven one, but I've driven I drove a six twelve. Yeah. Famously, yeah, but that's kind of like the same, same thing, same, same thing. thing. Same like thing. front engine, yeah, V twelve. That's just a bigger, heavier version. Manual, yeah. And that thing was very, almost like, sedate. Yeah. It's and like a, like he was saying, it's like really smooth. 
like it's just like feels like a really good car yep as a put like i want in my ferrari i feel like i want a lot more like you want drama i want drama and chaos and yes like craziness gnashing of gears yeah clatter of valve train yeah carburetors yeah it was too things. smooth like the power band was like too perfect and linear mm-hmm. and it didn't have like a flat spot then a kick coming on cam and stuff like that it was just like dude it was just like driving a car basically. comfortable car yeah, yeah. anyhow mm. speed line wheels I got a weird look from Warren. I don't know what that means. 22. 100 or 1,000? 22 grand. Jesus Christ. You guys are up there. $10,250. That's not that bad. No. That's pretty cheap. When you said 100,000, I'm like, what did I just do? Speedline could just print money at this point. All those Speedline wheels from the era are super banked. Yeah. It's crazy. I just thought the rarity would bring them up, but... I guess they are ugly and maybe they're not desirable unless you have a Barchetta. That's mm. the only reason. I mean, why would you spend 10 grand on wheels for your 550 unless you had a Barchetta? Yeah. You would just get normal wheels. Yeah. yeah. And they're probably sold to a guy that wanted backups or something. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that means there's a car out there that is missing the original wheels. Or no, or someone scuffed them or... Or a totaled car. Total yeah. car. That's or bent one. You could yeah. see that. No, yeah. no, I'm talking about the, the set... Oh, the set, set available. Oh no, they might have just ordered them at new and kept them in the garage. And oh, then at this like point, they're saying yeah. they're saying you know time to go. Or um, a lot of people put you know wheels on them back in the day too, HREs oh, that's and true. stuff like that. That's so true. That they was were very. Takeoffs. I mean, that was super common. Take that era really sold like, the car. Wheels yeah. stay in the garage. They put their Giovannis on it. <laughs> Dude, pretty common. Wow, brutal. Mm. I will say that. It wouldn't break my heart to change those wheels if I had a Barquetta. They're Uh-oh. terrible. Yeah, I'd way rather have like the normal wheels. Same here. Yeah. All right. Um, last question. During the development of the McLaren F1, the internal name they used for the horn. Hmm. What? What was the name they used oh, while so designing like, the McLaren F1? Oh, uh, so it's like the get out of the way maker or something. Uh, <laughs> Lane's answer <laughs> is the get out of the way maker. Get out of the way maker. Yeah. Art, do you have an answer? Move over, Billy. <laughs> Dang. Oh, I feel like he's really thinking about it. As if this is like a real... Like he knows. Yeah, like it's a... Like as it's if a, this is a real question. <laughs> yeah, I'm really thinking about it. Uh, Dang, dude, I've got nothing. They called it the McLarenet. Oh, I like it. I just made that up. That's part oh, of joke book. Oh, hashtag joke book. Oh, damn, joke book. That was lame. God, is super lame. You guys were in. Oh, you guys wow. were all in, though. I was super in. The McLarenet. Yeah. That's a uh, hot cross bonds. All right, later. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. All right. See you. Bye. called it the mclarinet oh they 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 called it the mclarinet oh